Hello and welcome back to Southern Nights. I'm your host, Alicia. And I said in my last podcast that I was going to get right to recording another one. So you will get this one on Monday. Um, so I talked a little bit about um, car camping, kind of like choosing to live out of your car, at least for periods of a time or maybe even full time and that people are choosing this on purpose okay not because um they don't have a home or can't have a home and maybe some people are doing it because they can't but a lot of people are actually just choosing to do this and I think um after watching several videos of several different people doing this um, and having molded over for myself. Now, I'm not talking about actually living full-time out of my car because I have a family and I have responsibilities, so I can't really do that. But I have watched enough videos to think that maybe I could, like, on short trips, consider something like this. And I think the people that choose to do it full-time, it has to be an incredibly freeing kind of feeling. Um, Not having the overhead of owning a home or paying a landlord to live in something they own and um, not having to pay for electricity and... Um, water, you know, for your house needs. Um, it's not to the same level. Like, yes, <clears throat> I guess depending on how you were living out of your car, you would have the added maybe insurance and gas costs. And, um, you know, car maintenance, depending on how much you're driving. Um, but I still think you would be saving more stress and headaches and money. <laughs> Um, from those stress headaches of, um, you know, having a home and all that comes with that. And, uh, I mean, if you think about it, if you have a way to make money while you're on the road, you're not spending the money driving to work every day, every day, you know, for the same amount of time every day. And, um, you know, that puts miles on your cars, your car too. And it, I mean, but I would think mileage wise, it could possibly balance out or be even better because <laughs> you're going places you actually want to go. And, um, while maybe earning an income while you're doing it, um, I don't know how I would be able to make a living and do this kind of thing. Um, but again, at this current point in my life, I'm not looking to, to do that. Um, something I, I, I mentioned as well, um, was feeling guilt over wanting to have time, um, to myself. Um, and that feeling comes up because not that I don't deserve to have 
um, like little um, mini vacation from my everyday life. Like I feel like it'd be really beneficial to my mental health, my emotional health. But it seems unfair to me because I am married and he doesn't get to just do it too. He doesn't get to just go. But then at the same time, I'm not sure he feels quite like I do. He does, he goes to work. He likes, he seems to like to stay fairly busy, except for when he's playing Fortnite for three hours straight. But anyway, um, you know, he, um, he doesn't seem to have the same kind of uh, emotional and mental anguish and this requirements <laughs> as I do. Um, I am not sure exactly how deep his emotions run. Um, sometimes I question if he has them at all. Um, I certainly have enough for both of us, but I wish it was definitely more even, or at least to the point where he understands that, um, I seriously need a break and um, to not feel guilty about it. Not that it's his fault that I feel guilty about it, but I know that if we're ever in an argument or something, it will probably come up how I was away for the weekend. So insert XYZ, whatever his um, reasoning might be in this. Oh, you know, um, alleged argument, but, um, theoretical argument, <laughs> um, I don't want to be made to feel guilty because I have needs that aren't being met, and if I try to meet them myself, that I'm going to be made to feel guilt about it, and I guess that really bothers me. That I feel like I can't take care of myself because somebody's going to be mad that I did. And, um, and then I'm going to feel bad because I'm always looking out for everybody else. And then I feel bad that he doesn't get to go and run off. Um, not that he has anywhere to run off to, I guess, but because we're just two different people. Um... It's a really difficult position to be in because this is something I really, really want to do. Um, like, even if I don't stay in my car and I get a hotel room, I just want to go and have some time where I don't have the dog keeping me up all night long. And I don't have the birds screaming at me in the morning to feed them because, like, I love my birds. Don't get me wrong. I'm not mad at the birds at all. It's just, it's that constant, like, I have things to do. I have to do these things every day is so monotonous for me. Um, and now that I'm not getting actual sleep, it's really, really difficult because, <sighs> you know what? I'm going to talk about this too. I'm going to talk about how I figured out that maybe the dog is, because she's blind and senile, that she might be scared of the dark. I keep my room pretty dark because light bothers me and I can't sleep when there's light. And, um, I thought maybe I found a compromise, um, but I might as well have had the light turned on, but anyway, um, I bought a small strand of fairy lights, just a short little strand of fairy lights, and I thought if I kept it, like, kind of bound up together, and I put it by where she sleeps, which is 
beside my nightstand, if I tucked it to kind of the back, maybe it would be enough light for her to not be afraid and be able to see things in the room, but it not disturb me. And neither one of those things worked out like I had hoped. Um, the light bothered me. I couldn't go to sleep. When I finally did, it's because I basically tucked myself under my sheets. And um, as I've mentioned, I'm in perimenopause and I've always ran hot anyway. And so that did not work out well for me because then I was tossing and turning and kicking covers off. And then I was aware of the light again because I was waking up. And in between all of this, she started hassling, panting, whatever you want to call it, um, again, and so it was all night long, all night long, more than our usual all night longs, it was even more than that, so it's very <laughs> disheartening, because I thought maybe I found a solution to get her a little nightlight sort of set up, where she could see enough, and maybe I could just adjust to it, even if it is brighter than I'd like, um, but she still paced the floor and scratched the hinge side of the door. And because now she doesn't know which side of the door is right, and like 90% of the time. And um, the only thing she seems to have um, not gotten bad on well, I mean, it's always been bad to me because I can't stand it when a dog begs. Um, it doesn't matter what I'm doing. She's staring at me and begging for whatever it is, even if I'm not eating and she just thinks I am. Like, if I'm, like, picking at the skin on my lip because I have, like, a... Uh, I got really dehydrated this weekend and I have a crack in my lip that's been trying to heal all week. And so I've been kind of putting stuff on it or just messing with it, you know. And um, she'll think I'm eating. And so there she is, just being annoying staring at me begging and if I get up and move she goes around to where I was sitting and sees if I dropped anything I'm like that's the only thing that she hasn't really changed on and now one of her new things is um no matter what no matter how many times she goes out a day um she drops a one inch sized turd in front of the door to go out and um which happens to be in front of my stove. <laughs> so every day we're having to clean up a dog turd. Just one little single solitary dog turd. And um, I don't know why she's doing that. Because she's not scratching to go out. She goes out all the time. And I'm like, why? <laughs> why? And how does she consistently do the same size turd? Like, you would think if she's having, you know problems that it would just be whatever amount needed to come out you know <laughs> TMI right anyway um so my solution I don't think worked and I'm more tired today than I have been already because honestly it feels like having a newborn again and I am so over that shit like honestly I'd rather deal with a newborn than this crazy dog and I don't even want to deal with a newborn okay I want to sleep I just want to sleep. I like sleeping. I don't, I'm not a, I'm not like, I don't sleep a really long time. I, I get six to seven and a half hours. Like, that's like my preferred. 
Um, I can run on five. I've been running on three, but not very well. Um, so it's not like I'm sleeping 10, 12 hours a day or <laughs> not even close. And especially not now. Um, but I like sleep. I like dreaming. I've been trying to remember my dreams, but, um, I'm remembering more bits of my dreams because I'm being woken up so frequently. So I'll remember little snippets and I'll be like, what the heck was that dream? Like, cause I remember some weird obscure part and that's all I remember. And I can't get it back. And I'm just like, damn it. I want to know my dreams. Okay. Like, what am I doing while I'm sleeping? Is it something more enjoyable than this shit? Like my daily waking life. And, uh, no. I, I can't remember. I'm not allowed to even have that because <clears throat> my 15 and a half year old dog has to be annoying every single night. Every single night. I'm not exaggerating. I'm not exaggerating. And every morning between eight and nine, she's scratching the door and hassling, whining to get out. And of course, this is about the time that I've finally actually fallen asleep, like, and feel like I'm actually getting decent sleep, but now it's time to get up and deal with her craziness again. And I just never get a break from her crazy. Um, I noticed that she seems to be slimming up, even though she's eating the same amount, so I kind of wonder what's going on there. Um, like, maybe, maybe it is getting close, you know? Um... I actually talked to my ex about all of that and how it makes me sad because she's been in my kids. She's grown up with the, the kids, you know. I mean, she's been in our family for nearly 16 years, and she's grown up with my kids. She's always been there for them, you know, and... um you know, it makes me sad, but I'm, I'm tired. <laughs> and I'm tired of my mom and my husband telling me I'm being selfish. And I'm like, I'm not being selfish. I'm literally trying to find solutions and do things to help the dog, but nothing's working. And I'm tired because it's like been three or four months now of me not getting any rest and just I want to go on a trip I want to change the daily monotony and I just want to go and like I said in the last thing you know I was having trouble with uh, my vehicle and um again I'm recording this on June 1st so that was still just six days ago for me that that occurred and um so by the time you're hearing this, is like two weeks. Anyway, um, so I don't know how my truck is doing in the future. So <laughs> hopefully it's better now. And maybe I can take the kids at least to the beach for a day. Um, even if I can't go alone yet. Because, um, you know, I definitely, definitely want to take my kids to do stuff. Um, that's been on my to-do list. I've talked about that for the last few months. Um, 
Yeah, I mean, that's definitely on my to-do list, but I also want to have some me time that I feel incredibly guilty about for all the reasons I've already mentioned, and um, I don't know that I'll ever be able to do that until um, Jaja has crossed the Rainbow Bridge. Um, I don't know. I don't know. So, anyway, I think Maybe what I need to do is, like, tell my husband that um, him and our daughter can go visit his mom in Oklahoma and be like, you go have a weekend up there. <laughs> That'll be like, you know, because, you know, honestly, um, our daughter has never met um, that grandmother. And so she needs to. Um, maybe I can talk to him about it. I don't know if he'd be feeling comfortable taking his car up that far, but, because they're in Oklahoma, but, I don't know. Um, that way, maybe we can, like, you know, him occasionally go and, like, do something like that, and go visit up there or something. I don't know. Um, money's kind of a thing now, because we keep having to fix shit with my truck, and, um, the stuff that we were having to buy was going to be you know, my gas money, <laughs> you know, or, um, getting food to be able to go and, you know, whatever else we needed for, you know, during the trip. Um, that hasn't stopped me from like getting a few things. I have actually gotten, um, I did finally get myself a bathing suit and, um, which I needed one. I haven't had one in years. And, um, I got a little beach, pop-up tent thing um little canopy thing um it's supposed to be for like four three to four people but I figured even if all all of us went to the beach for a day how I mean honestly how many of us are really going to be under that at the same time um and also there's my my vehicle we could just um it's an SUV so we could just pop the back of it and that's another that's another shaded area, and um, I, I figured that'd be plenty, and most of the time, it's probably not going to be all of us, because um, the other two work, he works, so it would just be between three and six of us, and who knows, anyway, or maybe if the older kids ever did want to go, who knows, maybe we could work something out, but I figured it would be good enough for um, just some shade, an additional area to sit, and I got a, a waterproof, sandproof blanket. Um, I got six beach towels. It was a set. and They're the cheaper ones, but I don't really care. Who cares? Um, I'm trying to remember what else. Oh, we got sunscreen already. Already have a cooler. I probably will get some kind of tote bag um I just have to wait a little while for that because all the other expenses um car expenses and buying little things here and there for the you know packing in the truck and um yeah I call my SUV a truck because it kind of drives like one and um <clears throat> yeah I mean I have enough stuff accumulated now we could comfortably go 
and um, as long as my vehicle is cooperating. So at least we can just go to the beach, and I'm sure that would make me feel better, at least getting to do something like that, minus the sun and wind burn that we'd have when we get back, because that would suck. But, you know, such is life when you finally go to the beach after, God, how long has it been, like 12 years? 12 years? I don't know, something like that. 10 to 12 years since I've been to the beach, so I'm going to be a crispy critter no matter what I do, so that's cool. You know what I, you know what else I thought about getting, like, um, if we're not on the, like, a paid beach, which I don't think we will be, um, because I want to be able to go park on the beach and just be right there and have everything right there and also kind of private, like, I don't want a really crowded beach experience. And, um, I was thinking of getting, like, um, one of those, like, portable shower things. You know, the things that hold water and you get, like, your spray or whatever. I thought about getting something like that because that would be good for, um, rinsing off the beach. If I get a big enough one, it would be more than enough for all of us to quick rinse off so we don't feel sticky and all, you know, salt water kind of makes you, like, dry up. <laughs> So it'd be nice to kind of like at least rinse some of it off, like at least our face and arms or something. And um, so I thought about getting one of those shower things and um, it would be good for future, you know, car trip camping thing or whatever um, to have anyway. Because I would already have it because of the beach stuff. So um, I'm mulling that over because I think that would be kind of cool to have. Um I could see that being useful in a multitude of situations and um, especially living in a coastal area. Um, and now we're in like hurricane season time. So uh, I don't know. I just think it would be a cool thing to have. I do already have like water storage containers too. So we could always like fill up one to also fill up the shower thing more. You know, I mean, so, you know, there's options here. Um, and there's options for, you know, hurricane preparedness. Um, sometimes we even get freak storms pop up, which one happened last week that was really gnarly. Um, like tornadoes and everything in the area. And it just popped up out of nowhere. It wasn't even supposed to rain. And it popped up and it was black at three in the afternoon. Um the whole family was, like, testing each other, like, oh, my God, um, stay safe, be careful, um, because it was just, it was that bad, and it, it was, like, this freak storm, it only lasted between 10 and 15 minutes, and, um, we didn't lose power, fortunately, but some areas around us did, and our power almost went out, so I thought it was going to, and I bet it went out, because it was doing that because some other power actually went out somewhere, and it probably made our surge or whatever, but, um, yeah, so it's good to be prepared for things like that anyway. Um, like we just got a couple more cases of water today because, um, there is something kicking up in the Gulf and it's, I don't think it's going to be a threat to us. I think it's going to go by Florida or whatever, according to the weathermen on watch. But, um, but it just reminded me, you know, to make sure that we have, um, those things readily readily available, and that would be the same things you would need um, 
like camping and stuff too. So I'm just throwing that out there because um, any of you listening to me, um, since I'm named Southern Nights on this podcast, um, you are likely coastal as well. And um, so this is your reminder um, if you have not got a little stash of provisions to get you through a long power outage or emergency situation, um, start doing that. Um, water and non-perishable food items, canned things um, that you can just eat right out of the can if you absolutely have to. And um, maybe a butane burner stove. Um, they're relatively inexpensive. So are the butane cans. Um, so, you know, I'm just throwing that out there. So that's probably good for anybody in any kind of emergency situation, no matter where you are in this country, in the world, and just be mindful and think of ways, um, to protect yourself. And, um, this really turned into a weird (laughs) emergency situation preparedness talk. But that is the nature of how I run this podcast. You never know where it's going to take you. I might start off in one mood and end up entirely in another. (laughs) And, um, that's just kind of how I roll. So anyway, (laughs) um, I think I think I will order one of those shower things when I can. One of those emergency shower, camping shower things, maybe even the little pop-up shower thing. Those are relatively inexpensive too. Might get something like that. That way we can like, you know rinse off and change in there to be able to drive home and not feel like completely gross from being in the Gulf of Mexico. And if you've ever been in the Gulf of Mexico, you know what I'm talking about. So especially the Texas coast, I don't, I can't speak for any other parts of it. Definitely the Texas coast can be a bit, um, like sticky and grimy feeling. And so it would be nice to have a way to wash up and change our clothes. We want to get out of our wet bathing suits and before we head home. And I don't know. I think I'm going to do that. I'm going to look into it. It might have to be like, I buy one one week. I buy one the next week. But, you know, until I mass these things. Because it's not like I can just get one. Happily spend all this like I want to. Like, do, do any of you window shop on Amazon and you're... Your saved cart probably has like $2 million worth of stuff in it because mine does. (laughs) Sometimes it'll reorganize stuff based on like stuff that changed prices, like lower price. And it'll show me stuff that I added like years ago. And I'm like, why did I even want this? Well, then I clear it out and delete it. (laughs) It's just so funny. Does anyone else do that? Is that an ADHD thing? Because I kind of think maybe, maybe it is. Maybe I have ADHD. Um. Who knows? Because it kind of ties in with perimenopause makes you kind of appear like you're ADHD. So have I always been ADHD or am I just acting like it because hormones are being wonky donkey or like, what is it? What is causing? What is this? (laughs) I am not a mental health professional, so I don't know. I'm just guessing here. Anyway, I'm going to go, um, make sure, like I said, um, have a little emergency stash, you know, 
if you don't have a lot of money, maybe just get a pack of water and a few cans of SpaghettiOs or something. Just something, anything to have something. You know what I mean? Like, and just grab what you can when you go to the store. Um, if you have a few extra dollars, you know, grab a couple more cans of something else or or tuna fish pouches or, you know, whatever it is that you like. Um, a thing of peanut butter, you know. Anything like that, just, you know, think about things like that, you know. Anyway, I want to leave you with that. I hope you all take care of yourselves. I hope any of us that have any storms or anything like that come at us this this season, this year, um, that we all stay safe, that our families stay safe. And much love and blessings to all of you. Thank you so much for listening. I love you. Good night.